Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This My Bourbon Podcast. I am your host, Perry, and with me is my co-host, Eric Smith. You can stand under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, A, 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 under my umbrella, Ella, 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 A, A, A. Because it's been raining. It's been raining here for like a week. What is this, Seattle? It's insane. What it's are insane. we? What are we in the Pacific Northwest? I thought I thought the people that built that Ark exhibit were just crazy. <laughs> now I'm like, damn, oh, that was actually a plan all along. Now yeah. I see where this is going. <laughs> Jeez, it won't stop raining. Aside from that, you doing okay? I'm doing great. I'm freaking just happy. I do to have be a here. question though. Okay. Um, we got our live event coming up. We right do have our live up. event coming up. Um, and we've kind of been putting it together pretty good. Um, you you took care of most of the guest stuff. How much of a say do I have in what guests are on the live? Are show? you about to veto something? I think we got to switch something up. What happened? I just don't think Chad my daily bourbon is a, is, is a good pick. I don't know. I'm just saying. Why? I mean, uh, let's see. What did he do? Uh, I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, I mean. I was thinking about, I mean, I was going to fly like Whiskey Morgue down or something. Like, I think I could figure something out. Dude, this is like... He said it, not me. He said he didn't really want to be on it. When did he say that? I mean, he put it in like a story or like on Instagram or something probably. Can you show it to me? Did you screenshot it? No, I don't screenshot stuff and put it in my story. I don't mean like that. Did you screenshot his story? No, I don't do that. I don't play that way. I go straight for it. I don't put private stuff on my story. Did something happen? I don't know. What have I missed here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, a lot of did happen. Just go to his Instagram. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, like, first he posts a picture of me straight up on his Instagram. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. You can use me to get some likes. I don't mind. Hey, that was pretty funny, though. Yeah, it was. You know what? Then you post, uh, you post up there putting a pairing up there. And you call me out in it, acting like I've never paired a crumble cookie before? Hash it out below. Who does what's better, Whiskey Mutant pairing Little Debbie's or me pairing a real snack, he said. A real snack crumble cookie that his girlfriend had to buy for him because he doesn't even know where it's at. I literally did a live pairing nothing but crumble cookies. And he calls me out acting like I've never done that before. I think we need to get this settled before the live show. Yeah. Yeah. Because he ain't going to be on the live show. Let's see. How let about me, this? What I'll, if you settle uh, it? There's John Edwards. I'm sure he's going to you just going through your contact yeah. list now? Wrestling with Whiskey Week. Let's, let's get Grand Grand. Grand Grand. <laughs> Grand Grand would be way better, better than him. What if you settled it at the live show with a with a pairing off? That's what he wants. I don't want to give him what he wants. He's got, he's got something coming. Do you ever feel like you're trying to decide between your parents who are getting divorced? And <laughs> Whatever. He's more like the crazy uncle who just tries to hang out yeah that's fine well if you uh speaking of instagram i won't switch anything up (laughs) i appreciate you doing that so i'm just putting that out there i'm not gonna switch anything up right now right now we'll see what saturday night 
that the live happens. Okay, well, if you want to follow us on social media, it's at my bourbon pod and at Whiskey Mutant. If you want to support the show, you can head to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as five bucks a month, you get bonus content, including the pregame chats and Sampley Irresistible. Uh, that's not what we Simply call it. Irresistible. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was a joke from a couple weeks ago. Um, but also couple of things. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. We got a new review that we're going to be reading out this yeah. week. And you can also find tickets for our live show and for our meetup in the description of this episode below. Uh, you have the option of attending just the live show, which is on Saturday, May 28th. Uh, or you can choose the all-in package, which involves everything all, that we are all in. All, all in. All, all in. We have just a few all in tickets left, uh, if I remember correctly. Let me let me look at this real quick. All, all in. Um, we have less than ten all in Ooh. tickets left That's to like go. Seventy five percent gone. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to check that out, it's over at our Eventbrite uh, link. Like I said in the description below. Uh, for anybody who's just thinking about it. The general admission for the the show is $25. That includes an exclusive cocktail yep. that you can get at the event, a tasting of the single barrel that yep. we did for this pick, or excuse me, for this event with uh, with New Riff. At check-in, you'll, we'll probably have it set up to where you can have a little bit at check-in, or we'll put in a sample for you and you can take it home. Yeah. Um, hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to have some food for people. Uh, and... I think that's I think that's everything. Well, live recording. We're going to do a live Q and A before the show mm-hmm. that goes out to everybody. Yeah, um, some live music before live music. the show starts yes. as well. Uh, but the all in package involves the tastings that we're doing, the private recordings, uh, the pairing that Eric and I are, are working on getting set up as well, mm-hmm. just Mama. for the people who are going to be there. Um, and in general, I mean, it just kind of helps, right? us cover some costs uh that we have for for the weekend overall uh that's 150 dollars per ticket honestly for a meetup like this that's really cheap that's uh, friday I mean, that's not just saturday stuff that's, that's friday, friday and, and saturday. saturday yeah uh the hotel link is also in the description uh there is a discounted rate a group discounted rate of like it's like 110 dollars a night yeah it's, per way room. Off. yeah it's really really good uh, and that is good anytime between May 25th and check out on May 20, or excuse me, May 30th. Yeah. You can so, come early, stay late, whatever you want to do. And the good thing about it, it's right in Lexington, mm-hmm. right where Eric and I are. So it's not like we're not going to be able to hang out with people. It's you know? right off the interstate too. So it's easy. Oh, yeah. You can get back on and go toward Louisville. You can go to Frankfurt. You can go Bardstown, wherever you want to go. Yeah. So there's plenty of plenty of options. Uh, if you have any questions about it, shoot us a message on social media. Shoot us an email if you would prefer that. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Uh, there are just so many different amazing things that we're excited about with this. And we, uh, yeah, I, I'm really, really happy with how everything's come together. Yeah. And we've, we've been working our butts off on oh, doing this. January into January or something. We, Is that, we started yeah. get, started planning. I mean, we we started like talking about it just kind of as like a general thing. Yeah. I mean, even back like last May, when we mm-hmm. said you know if we wanted to do a meetup, we did a small meetup in an Airbnb, and then we were like, what can we do more? Right. What what can we blow this up to the next time we do it? And sure enough, I mean, like we have we took that concept that we did initially and just like tripled or quadrupled it. You know, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really cool. So 
Uh, and there's surprises as well. Surprise! Oh, sorry. You scared me. Uh, I was just preparing you for the surprises. Oh, well, I know the surprises. I want to re-surprise you with more surprises. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's totally fair. Um, well, you are surprising me this week for Flying Blind, Blind. which uh, is a segment that we do either... It's either this or... The other thing, sips and snacks. Sips and snacks. Uh, that one, we pair something. This one, either I blind Eric with something or Eric blinds something with me, for me. Blinds me with something. <laughs> Sand! Oh, no! You said you would do this again! Now drink your bourbon. <laughs> I can't Double see blind. It. <laughs> Once you remove one sense, all the other senses become heightened. I can't smell that well either. <laughs> What's happening? It's in my nose! <laughs> Is this cat litter? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, dang it. Not again. Uh, but yes, Eric has blinded me with something this week. This smells like Heaven Hill. It's very bakery-like. Yeah. That's, that's I think, why I'm leaning towards Heaven Hill. It's a little different, right? Some like Red Hots a little bit. Yeah. A lot of cinnamon. I was going to say it's a cinnamon bomb for sure. Yeah. Oh, I swallowed some of it the wrong way. It's really good. It's just incredibly different. Especially if this is an Elijah Craig barrel proof pick. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I, I truly don't know what this is then. But it does remind me a lot of Heaven Hill. One of the things about this, what do you think uh, the age is? I'm going to say, I'm going to say a rough 10. I could see it going a couple of years either way. Uh, proof. Uh, one twenty-five. Okay. I do think this is a Kentucky product. Okay. I want to say Heaven Hill just because of like it's everything that reminds me of Heaven Hill, but I could easily see it, you know, surprising the heck out of me. Um. Um. I don't know what this is though. This is. A pick from Female Whiskey Society on Instagram oh, and cool. her husband, Barrelproof Nerd. Oh, sweet. This is a four year uh, MGP <laughs> three cord. No kidding. Yeah. And it's um, 115.8 proof. I think I'm okay with proof. It's almost yeah. five years old. Okay. It's got the mash bill and stuff it, on there it too. It drinks. It drinks a lot older than. Yeah, it that's is. Uh, that's why I was wanting you to get the age because it. I told Ian um, after I got this, I was like, "Man, this is not tasting like a you know yeah. around a five year old." Nice, nice high rye, too. And I, and this pick was uh, the proceeds went to um, the um to help get like instruments and stuff for kids in detroit oh like the music. that's amazing yeah for the music uh like classes and stuff like that <sighs> do they have any left because i want to buy a bottle just for that reason <laughs> i think they may i'll i'll get on there I'll, yeah please I'll send do you the link. please do yeah it's really good though I it's can... one of the more different mgps i've got yeah. lately well eric what have you been drinking recently well after whiskey weekend i took a little break <laughs> <laughs> As does everybody who attends Whiskey Weekend. But the first thing I had when um, uh, when we got back, did I, I had something else. The first thing that I really got into and enjoyed was um, an Elijah Craig Barrel Proof pick from Newberry Prohibition from, in Covington. Brought tingle, you a sample tingle, of it. Tingling, 
Um, it doesn't ring, so I had to make the tingling noise. What is it? Nine year? I put it on. Uh, there. Nine year, one twenty eight point three proof. Man, I, I, having like hardly anything barrel proof for like days and days. Um, we did the new riff pick, um, which we'll talk about later. And uh, I came home that night, and that pour of Elijah Craig just hit the spot. Yeah. Man. I'm sure. I love these Elijah Craig picks. And we've got one from our friends at uh, Liquor Depot in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And it's killer. See, I haven't had that one, so you have to tell me about that. It's, it's phenomenal. And then we got one from Jake's Cigar Bar that I got from Whiskey Weekend. Oh, yeah, that that's we right. we got to open sometime. Yeah. So we've got plenty of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof picks to look into. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that Jake's still has some of that. I mean, unless it's sold out. I'm sure there's something in the back. I'll text. What oh, you got in the back? I'll text. Brother? Brother? <laughs> I'll text Jeremy and see what he says. Brother, what's but, in the back? Brother, what you what you got stored in the back there? You got any of them extra ACB picks? What now? Also, <laughs> maybe these ACB picks? Come again? <laughs> oh, ECB picks. Yeah, let's go back here. We'll see it. <laughs> Boom hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have had something... Uh, that I have not been able to drink in quite a long time. A couple of things, actually, because uh, they just have not been around Lexington, Kentucky oh, no. very much. One of them has been Rare Breed. I was going to say, you've finally got some Rare Breed. <laughs> and it was it was sent to us by David Levine. Maroon 5. York, our, our buddy, David. And he actually sent an extra bottle. So it was very, very, very sweet. I cannot you know. believe... We have to have rare breeds. I know. I know. You know what else is stupid? The friggin' Wild Turkey Visitor Center is closed right now for renovations. It was already nice. I know. I was just there a couple months ago. I know. They're renovating it again. It's so dumb. Putting a racetrack for Jimmy to put (laughs) his scoot, drive a scooter around. A guide, a guided racetrack, (laughs) so he doesn't fall off. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that, but that just tickled me. Hey, when he comes down that ramp on a scooter, like you're, I was a little nervous when I saw him last. Yeah. Uh, the other thing's been uh, Jack Daniels Barrel Proof, which, again, haven't been able to find oh, yeah, in Lexington. Oh, you got one at uh, Party Source. Yeah, I did, and I just got the uh, the pint size of it. Paint. Um, Little baby. But I've been, I've been nursing on that for, for a little while. Uh, but then I also... Got to do a pick, and uh, as of recording, it was yesterday because we are recording this literally the day before this episode comes out, or you know, That's how we roll sometimes 12, 12 hours before this episode comes That's out. How we roll, baby. Uh, I got to do a pick with our buddy Tarak at uh, or Tarek, excuse me. I was gonna say, who, what is it for sure? Because I, I hear sometimes I hear some people say one and some people say the other. I, I believe that it is technically pronounced Tarek. I just want to meet him and but, hang out and make him and go eat pizza because I drink so much. You want to get tarked? Yeah, I yeah. want to get tarked. Um, but from a Elixir Spirits down in uh, down in Tennessee, and we did a bullet pick, and it was great. Has he made a sticker that was a spoof yes. of the dinosaur? Turok? Yeah. Okay, I'm yes. making sure because I was like, that has to be. You no, know, that's that was like a. It's like 2018, 2019 kind of thing. Okay. Making sure. Just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. It's it's definitely occurred okay. in the past. Um, so we, last week, for our new riff pick, 
recorded a little bit of audio in the car on the way up to Newport. Um, so we're gonna we're not gonna we're gonna play that for you guys here in just a little bit. We did have some news that we needed to get to, um, especially since it has been a minute <laughs> since we've done any news. Um, but, but it is it is time to get back to a few things. The most I, I would say important or crucial thing that has been talked about recently has been the fact that uh barton 1792 uh is no longer allowing uh or excuse not not allowing but they're not offering public tours for people can you do your own um, private tour you just sneak in there i don't i don't think so oh. i don't think that you can do any kind of tour um i mean like you can I, I guess maybe if you're doing like a pick or something you'll still have some kind of tour but i think this is the last like hold out from Sazerac where they haven't gone all in on renovations and, and trying to rebuild like the experience for people. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I imagine that in some capacity, that's what they are doing, that they're trying to create, you know, a new experience for people. However, it is a very industrial space. I mean, it, it does not feel like, no, last time I went was it was still like the visitor center was still just like a little trailer almost. Yeah, like it was. You go through the gate and then you're just there, and then all the rick houses and all everything are just all blacked out, and then you're just like there. Yeah, like it wasn't anything, anything uh, really to do. Yeah, uh, and it's it it's not that I'm particularly particularly excuse me upset about the fact that it's closing because. I'd, like the tour itself wasn't really that much and the tasting has always kind of been okay to me like it's just I don't, eh. i'm surprised there's not just one like central like sazerac thing where you go and you just get a, some kind of like yeah almost like downtown like old forester or Mictors, like they have the, like the small little setup that kind of gives you the experience and then you could taste like all the different ones. You want to do Buffalo Trace tasting? Here's this. You want to do 1792? Here's this. Or yeah. Whatever. I mean, I, I think it would be great if they did that. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think that they're kind of willing to jump into like, and I don't know why. Pyramids because, and roller coasters. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Um, not that specifically, but I, we do have Kentucky Owl News to talk yeah. about. Um, but I, I, I just don't know why they wouldn't find some kind of like middle ground with synergy between, you know, different distilleries. I yeah. mean, if you own those brands, why not try to celebrate both of them at the same time? I mean, like, yeah. that's the best way to sell your product is find ways for people to... Or, or, or find allow people to find what the product is that they like the best, right? So, I mean, if they can even try Buffalo Trace 90 proof versus 1792 small batch right next to mm -hmm. each other, did I just give myself? No, I didn't. I thought I gave myself a paper cut. Um, but if they can do that, like offer that in a particular space, then that is really cool, yeah. Like, that would be great for their business because they would, you know, find new ways to like sell their product yeah it's just i think i'm being a dead horse but the the point is like they they should be doing more there should be something with that yeah. so anyway um 
we talked a few weeks ago, I think it's probably been about a month and a half at this point, uh, about the <laughs> the online auction for OFC through Buffalo Trace. Oh, that big-ass bottle. Yeah, the yeah. big friggin' thing that looks like you could kill a man. Um, they actually raised uh, $280,000 for charity. Oh, wow. Through those sales. Uh, it went to World Central Kitchen, the James Beard Foundation, the Elton John AIDS Foundation, the Art of Elysium, and 261 Fearless. That's cool. So that it's, I mean, we can we can dunk on, you know, yeah. the the fact that they sold an NFT, and you know, you can, re, uh, you know, you can redeem the NFT for a bottle of whiskey and everything. And I'm like, I I mean, that's a whole conversation that we need to get into a different time about how this changes the commodification of the market and whatnot. But uh, in the, in the meantime, it's not like they were doing something bad. Uh, It's just like the the means, the means to the end are just weird, I guess. So anyway, thanks Buffalo trace. Uh, Limestone branch announced that they are going to be putting out a new Yellowstone product called Mm. the family recipe, uh, which is going to come out at a, I think it says seventy dollars. Uh, limited production of six thousand cases and one hundred proof. Or if it tells us the recipe on there. Well, let's see if I can find it. This is the secret family recipe. Uh, it does not look like okay. I can find the secret family recipe, but it's a way for uh, Stephen Beam, who is the master distiller there, to uh, kind of reconnect what he is doing with limestone branch to the rest of the beam family. Uh, and so I assume maybe like it's got, you know, the, the actual, uh, or something close to the mash bill that they used for old beam products. Um, it's knob Creek. Yeah, it's just knob Creek. It's just six year old knob Creek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is, it is six years old by the way. Okay. Um, and it's been uh, it's been beam it's been distilled at limestone branch uh since 2015 nice so good stuff i'm excited to try that i'm i'm looking forward to it uh we got a few things we got to talk about <laughs> new release wise and then we'll get into some ttb stuff and then we'll throw it over to past perry and eric to talk about what about single barrel the picks way back. and not i oh boy here we go kentucky owl wise man rye I mean, <laughs> the silence is deafening. Uh, 100.8 proof, 60 bucks a bottle. Uh, non age stated, straight uh, straight rye whiskey, 95% rye. No, 95.5. Huh? From Kentucky. Okay. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, no. This next one Basil Hayden, Subtle Smoke. What kind of name is that? This whiskey is finished for six months in a toasted, lightly charred barrel that's been infused with hickory smoke. So here's the thing. Okay, let's let's talk about what's going on with with Basil Hayden right There's now. A lot going on with that. That's a lot going on. But like this is okay. So it's a uh, eighty proof, of course, <clears throat> yeah. straight bourbon, yeah. non-aged stated, yeah. fifty bucks a bottle. Yeah. Um, but like this is just more of an indication to me that. The market for Basil Hayden is strictly moving towards cocktails. Smoked old fashioned, right there. Right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, just finding ways to incorporate a different whiskey. <laughs> We're going to have to try. Is it, it basil or basil? I've heard some people say basil. Well, Chad has that issue too. 
from its bourbon night um where initially he said basil and then somebody from beam said no it's basil because who has ever been named basil before and then somebody else from beam came back around and said no that's completely wrong why would anybody ever tell you that it's pronounced basil basil just really throw them off <laughs> uh we got a new buzzards roost rye coming out it's cigar rye uh 103 proof i believe four years old indiana rye 75 bucks a bottle uh only about 700 bottles damn yeah arkansas kentucky massachusetts new mexico and ohio uh before bottling the whiskey is finished in a char number one barrel or excuse me, in char number one barrels that were then toasted and finally cold smoked with Kentucky grown cigar tobacco. I don't know what that means, dude. I don't know what that means at all. Uh, But I really want to try that. I have been a fan of the uh, just anything that uh, Buzzard Juice has been doing. I like that one you brought uh, a couple months ago when you were at the release. Oh, the bourbon? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Whistle Pig's got a new piggyback coming out. It's a rye. Uh, it's the Big Poppy Barrel, named after David Tor- David Ortiz. Big Poppy. Uh, I can't do the math on it, but it's 48.28%. Wait, maybe I can. 96.56? I think that's right. Six years old, 50 bucks a bottle. Uh, roughly 100 barrels with 100 to 200 bottles per barrel available in Florida, Massachusetts, and online. Okay. (laughs) Chattanooga Whiskey Founders 10th anniversary blend. It's a blend of straight bourbons from Tennessee and Indiana. 100 proof, non age stated, 50 bucks a bottle. uh, And they're going to be 8,000 bottles. I'm kind of excited about that because that's basically Chattanooga whiskey blended with MGP, right? Yeah. It's not going to, like you say, Tennessee whiskey, it's their stuff. Yeah, exactly. I like that. A new product from Penelope, the Bourbon Architects series. It's oh, good. Yes. Yeah. You had it. Yes. We both had it. Yeah. <laughs> Yachts Queen, yeah. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's real good. 104 for $60 a bottle, 15,000 bottles uh, in about a dozen and a half states. I'm not going to go through them all. And they announced their other, that rye that we tried. Oh, the finished in Tokaji uh, barrels, I think is what it was. Ain't going to be good, too. <laughs> That was good. Uh, new Fourgate Kelvin collaboration. This is collaboration four, it looks like, your batch 19. Uh, blend of straight bourbons and rye. Kentucky and Indiana, non age stated. Uh, it looks like it's going to be about 111 proof with some change. 200 bucks a bottle. Uh, there's also a Fourgate 4x4, four four, uh, which is another bourbon coming from Fourgate. Mm. Indiana, <laughs> Indiana bourbon, nine years old uh 103.2 proof 200 bucks as well i call it four by four i don't know you want me to find out aged in pickup trucks <laughs> one uh batch 20 from four gate is a blend of barrels of nine-year-old indiana straight bourbon finished in barbadian dark rum casks though it is bottled at cast strength it still represents the lowest proof any batch release to date uh Oh, it's probably 4 by 4 rum. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that right? I don't know. We'll, we'll go with it till somebody tells us we're wrong. Sure. Uh, Jefferson's is coming out with an ocean-aged rye. Hmm. 
I'd be willing to try it. Yeah. Uh, it is 80 bucks a bottle, though. Hmm. <laughs> 96 proof. Sample. <laughs> Sample here is this the pull. Sample <laughs> Neil Young doing it is so funny to me. Uh, let's see. Some 75% of the liquid was aged in char three barrels, while 25% was matured in toasted barrels that were then placed on ships for finishing at sea. This release marks the 26th voyage in the series. Interesting. I didn't realize they had gotten that far. Blood Oath Pact 8, Calvados finished. Uh, it's a bourbon, uh, finished bourbon, excuse me, from Kentucky. 96, no, 98.6 proof. Uh, I'm doing a lot of math this episode. <laughs> uh, 120 bucks a bottle. 49,600 bottles. My goodness. Mm. Uh, with 1,400 uh, bottles, excuse me, reserved for a future trilogy pack release. The trilogy. <laughs> it's trilogy time. It's trilogy time, bitches. <laughs> we got a new Sweetens Cove coming out as well. It's called Kennessee. What? Kennessee. Uh, it's a finished bourbon. From Kentucky and Tennessee, Tennessee. <laughs> 110.7 proof. $59 a bottle. Uh, which actually, that's down from what it was before, right? 59? Yeah. It's usually like 200. Yeah, that's what it says. It says 59. Did they really put Tennessee on? Tennessee, yeah. I can't. I'll try it, though. Uh, not only is the... Yeah, here we go. Not only is this the first Sweetens Cove release to contain non-Tennessee whiskey, but it's also by far the most affordable of its three releases thus far. So there you yeah, go. It's down like fifty-nine. Yeah, it's hundred and fifty dollars. I want to. I want to try it. Uh, the latest release combines whiskeys made in Kentucky, yada yada yada, blended together by Marianne Eves and finished with toasted sugar maple wood. Hmm. I don't know about that. Hmm. Couple of old elk products. One is a blend series four grain, uh, non-age data from Indiana, hundred bucks a bottle. The other one is a double wheat from Indiana, also a hundred dollars a bottle. Uh, the proofs are the same. No, they're very close, but I can't do the math right now because math is hard. Math is hard, and my brain hurts. Uh, and I think that's it for releases. So let's jump over to a few TTB labels. Then we're gonna throw it over to. Um, the time machine. The time machine. <laughs> that's me. That's me going back in time. I thought that was the real time machine. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. I should go on tour with it. Do it. I you will. Can go way back in time on tour with it. <laughs> My name's E.H. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here with E.H. Taylor. <laughs> what is this conf- confounded? Talking machine? to this thing, okay. Oh, ooh. Nulu has a toasted bourbon that is finished in maple barrels. The toasted. Toasted bourbon, as opposed to the regular bourbon that we had finished in the maple barrels, okay? God, that'll be a sweet, sweet, sweet thing. Yeah. I guarantee it. They've also got a toasted bourbon that's going to be finished in honey barrels. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, There's a new brand coming out, Eric. From, a new brand. From Buffalo Distilling Company. It's a blend of straight bourbon whiskeys. It's a small batch. Uh, 93 proof. And I think it's got the best name of any brand ever. And it's from Buffalo. Buffalo Distilling Company. Buffalo Space. One foot <laughs> cock. <laughs> I 
No. What? It's a, it's a, it's a rooster with one leg. What? Does anybody think like, like they just put anything on labels? Tennessee? One foot cock? Our special blended series contains straight bourbon whiskeys distilled in Buffalo, New York, and Lawrenceburg, Indiana, coalesced for a custom whiskey experience. These nuts bourbon. I mean, <laughs> a blend of Kentucky and Indiana bourbon finished in nut barrels. <laughs> oh, no. One foot cock. Okay. Yeah. Here's something that we uh, we haven't been able to talk about yet because we've been all over the place. Uh, there's going to be a new special Russell's release as well. Oh, I think I remember seeing single, something. Single Rick House, uh, non-chill filtered and barrel proof. Uh, from Camp Nelson C. Interesting. I'm really, really excited for this one. One twelve point four proof is what we're looking at. I get so excited far. anytime there's Russells involved. Yeah. Um, I know that people have had a couple of issues with some wild turkey products that have been announced recently. Oh, the Masters Keep. Yeah. What? Well, do you want to go ahead and talk about that one? Sure. All right. <laughs> I don't feel as strongly. I, like it's not a great name. But it's still kind of, it's a little weird. So the next Master's Keep is going to be called Unforgotten. It's a blend of Kentucky straight bourbon and rye whiskeys finished in rye casks. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, we already made this. Yeah, we did. Me and it's, you did. It's Perry Russell. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Forgotten. We literally did, though. Yeah, we did. Uh, 105 proof. So it's it's wild turkey bourbon, wild turkey rye, and dumped in the rye barrels. Yeah, okay. blend blended and then finished in rye barrels. Okay. So I don't know something about this, despite the fact that like I'm excited about it and I really do want to try it. It feels like grasping at straws, like they were yeah, just kind of trying to put like something. It's just like this together. random thing. It yeah. just feels random. It does feel random. Yeah. What if they just fucked up and they were just like, all right, we got to go with it. <laughs> Isn't that what they did on the that one? That's what they did. Forgiven. With, yeah. They messed up. And they so just do you didn't. think, do you think this has any connection to Forgiven? Like the I, person who worked there, like. I feel like if it doesn't, they're just kind of like, like you said, they're figuring out ideas. They're trying to get something they're like, oh, let's just do something similar to Forgiven. Like that's been yeah. a while. Let's bring something out. That's kind of close to that. Yeah. Or they really did just fuck something. Perry Russell really is involved in this. We manifested this. What if, and this, this, there's no way that this happened, but what if they literally got the idea from Perry Russell? They could. Like from, from everything that we've done with him on the podcast. Maybe they have somebody that listens to anything that has to do with Wild Turkey and that popped up. Uh, we should be paid. Oh heck yeah! We should we should at least for the boxes that it comes bu- in. Buku dollars, yeah, buku bucks. We'll take the the amount of money it takes to that you spend on the boxes, and you know the rest. <laughs> and then we'll buy one bottle with it. <laughs> then we'll get our own <laughs> bottle. <laughs> and it's not even signed by Eddie or no. Jimmy. We don't even got like the label on it. They're just like here. We we open it up, and it's a picture of Eddie and Jimmy together, just giving us the finger. <laughs> it's, they're, they they're wearing the Perry Russell shirts. <laughs> We didn't even order these for you guys. <laughs> they own that shirt too. They... Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. I want more distilleries to come up with 
fake stories about <laughs> family family <laughs> relatives. But they're just bonkers. They're just oh, crazy. it's just it's got to be insane. Yeah. It's got to be insane. Uh, the newest Jack Daniels special release has also been revealed. Twice barreled American single malt. How do you feel about this? Fuck, Perry, I don't even... <laughs> single malt, so that's like foreign language to me, okay? Like, and well, Jack well, Daniels, reason, give me some barrel proof but and call what I, it a That's day. what I'm asking, is like, would you just rather have seen like a barrel proof whiskey yeah. from them in some kind of... Okay, all give, right. Give well, me a 10 year... Well, there's no need to swear at me. But, no, you know. I'm just... I'm not swearing <laughs> at you, I'm just... But give me a 10 year barrel proof Jack Daniels, Yo, heck baby. Yeah. Heck yes. Uh, this is going to be 108 proof. It's 100% malted barley, twice barreled for a complex taste, and bottled straight from the finest Oloroso sherry casks. So it's basically going to be like uh, like their version of like a scotch. Non-peated, but maybe, like a single malt. Maybe that's what it's going to take for me to enjoy a version of it. I'm excited for it. I mean, I'll try. I like single malts. I, I think they're really good. Um but I can, I yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I would rather have seen, like, you know, another rye. Big or H stated yeah, barrel proof. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Pete, though. <laughs> speaking of Pete. Buffalo Trace. Hey, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Pete. <laughs> hey, when you say my name, I come around. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> Pete, come back. <laughs> Wait, Pete. It's Pete Samuels from the Baker's Magazine. <laughs> when you say my name, I come around. He's like a little, he's like, he's like a leprechaun. <laughs> he's the Baker's Mark. <laughs> That's our next person. We just figured it out. We had one we were going to do with Beam, but I like, I like Pete Samuels way better. <laughs> Are you looking for some wax? I got some red. <laughs> he's two feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what is shaped like <laughs> Pete Samuels? <laughs> they keep me in the Maker's 46 cave. <laughs> Every night they wax my feet down here so I can't get out. But I have to put it, I have to just stand by the sunlight and it melts so I come out once an hour for the day. All right, I gotta go. It's oh. time for my waxing. Oh, Pete Samuels is so funny. <laughs> he's not. So the funny thing about him is that he's not been shunned from the family. He's just like gone on and done his own thing. Yeah. <laughs> like they wanted him to be a part of the distillery, but he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> I do my own thing. He's just a, he's a little poltergeist. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he agrees just to go back and get his feet waxed, and they, so he can't leave until he's allowed to. I put the mark on the makers. <laughs> There's a new experimental collection <laughs> coming from Buffalo Trace. We're not even talking about. Oh, we're not even talking about makers. Oh uh, damn it! Uh, it was distilled in 2012. It's a rye bourbon with a peated malt. Why? Uh, sweet mash. I don't want no peat. Went into the barrel at 125. Um, 65% evaporation. Holy moly! Ain't none left. Age of bottling nine years, five months, ninety proof. Ten bottles. <laughs> and I stole them all. No, Pete. <laughs> Pete. Pete, no, that's not weeded bourbon. Pete, stop. <laughs> I 
I'm putting the wax on it. No, it's ours Pete, now. No, Pete. <laughs> it's the rules of bourbon. If it's got red wax, it's maker's mark. Doesn't matter what's inside. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just picture this little labor guy. <laughs> He's just running around. He's, <laughs> He's just messing everything up, and they're just so bad at him. He's getting wax everywhere. He's stealing stuff from other distilleries. But they don't like get rid of him. They just like <laughs> they can't. Pete. They can't get rid of him because he's family. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just bouncing around, and he's just. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I haven't even. Uh, we've not even really drank anything this recording. <laughs> it's just the stupidest oh, thing we're talking about. But I can about. picture him in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You guys would see Pete. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Well, I think we've done enough TTV labels and news. Uh, we're gonna toss it over to our uh, our past selves. They don't know anything about Pete. <laughs> so uh, I I get I don't know how we introduced this. <laughs> I'm curious to see how this winds up. I am too. But uh, we are on the way. We're this is a moving car podcast now. Uh, we are on the way to our single barrel pick for the uh, for the meetup in Mem- on, on Memorial Day weekend, and I gotta say, I just got about the sexiest man in the world sitting next to me. Oh Lord, <laughs> I feel I feel it right now. He he looks like he'll he'll kiss your mom and then coach your son's t ball team, and then. Drive away in a car he just built. <laughs> With the biggest can of skull you've ever seen in and his never, back pocket. Never miss a beat. Never. Never. He's always got to come back for something. I honestly feel naked. I believe it. I'm sure you feel marginally more cold, too. Yes. <laughs> so just imagine me, if you've seen me, with... Out much facial hair, and that's what we're talking about. Yeah, er- Eric's got to go to you right now because work, work. I got to do mask fitting and stuff once a year, and so I had to trim everything down. And here we are, here we are. We've, we've just going to. I'm going to live it up, baby. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Just, just you got You got to kind of steer into the skid. I feel like. Yeah. You know. I've just I've had three different characters already since Perry's been in the car. <laughs> it just depends on how I wear my hat and if I wear sunglasses or what the subject is we're talking about. And and Eric got to my house before I did because I had to drop Eden off at daycare. And I pulled up, and the look on your face <laughs> was just like it, it was almost like please be gentle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know I know what's happening here, and I couldn't help but just laugh a lot and i'm really sorry for it but i'm also kind of not it's just not me it's not at all i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna trim while it's growing back i'm gonna trim the goatee off and leave like the little patch and like the 
long mustache or something and I'm gonna see what other character I can bring to life see see how how much you can scare because we haven't even, you you have to go to volleyball tomorrow for your yeah, daughter my kids haven't even seen this because I had to shave this morning they were already gone to school I don't even know if you weren't the spooky dad before you're definitely a spooky dad now yeah I guess so <laughs> or I'm the coach dad and maybe they'll take me more serious now Oh, that guy I'll, knows what he's talking about. I'll start wearing the the polo with the uh, with her volleyball team's emblem on it, and I'll oh, that's I'll, amazing. Co- I'll coach from the sidelines like I'm <laughs> part of it. But you're clearly not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. So, podcasting in the car. Yes. Headed to New Riff. We have both done our fair share of barrel picks. We have. Before. What is it for you that makes barrel picks so special? Oh, man. Well, I think I think just the fact that single barrels and barrel picks were kind of what put me on the track I'm on now as far as getting really nerdy about bourbon and everything and really passionate about it. To finally get to do one was one of the coolest things. And just knowing that what that your decision is what's going in that bottle. Yeah. It's like, you know, you just see all these bourbons and on the shelves and you know other people have had a part of that or a distiller, a master taster or whatever, but this you have your little touch on this particular yeah. bottle. It's like the, the closest that I think a lot of people will get to ever actually, you know, having their own product, their own brand, yeah. in a in a store. And I, it, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead. No, oh my gosh. You go. All right. Um, I don't even remember what I was going to say at this point. Like having your own brand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And nope, nope. I did. It didn't bring it back. Okay. All right. You know what I'm excited about? What are you excited about? Because on our pick today, we have two people that have never been on a pick. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And I just remember how fun it was my first time going on a pick, and I hope that they enjoy it just as much as I did. Well, as soon as we knew that we were going to be doing a new riff pick, we both kind of were like, well, we have to bring Ian along. Yes. I'm sure everybody's heard us talk about Ian, the new riff super fan. Yeah. And, and, I mean, it's just, you know, we had this space for it. And we were like, there's no reason not to bring somebody along who loves this brand so right. much. And also has just never been on a pick before. It's crazy that he hasn't because he yeah. visits New Riff and he he's there all the time. Like, he knows the people yeah. there. He's just never had the opportunity to actually, like go pick a barrel i'm just surprised that they haven't made him like an official ambassador i'm surprised you don't walk anything. into the gift shop and there's like here's uh ian single barrel of the yeah, month it's got or a, something it's like got that. a standee yeah of him like a cardboard cutout and he's like holding out the bottle for and, you and he's telling you all the history of cincinnati and coving you press press like a button yeah and he starts talking to you right that'd be amazing that'd be so good I hope that happens. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. I'm sure we can lobby for something to something to happen. But, like, I, I am... Oh, this is what I was actually going to say. I'm really excited about the fact that for, for them, 
for Ian and John, John from the Embellished Podcast, which if you haven't listened to the episode I did with him, uh, go check it out. It's three hours long, and it's like the deepest I think I've ever gotten on a podcast. So It's a great listen. It, it was a lot of fun to, to record, too. Um, what's, what's fun for them that, like, I didn't get to have the first time I did a barrel pick is that, like, they have friends who are going to be there, like, people they, they know. Right. You know? Like, my first barrel pick was with Liquor Barn, and Lucy and I went together, but, like, the rest of the group, we didn't know who they were. So you are just kind of giving your input, but, like, you didn't... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Lucy and I were, you know, together and making our decisions and our... our notes and everything but was, was that the was that the one where you did like all those different picks like so many of them no okay no that was that one was with chad okay yeah this was the knob creek pick gotcha we got okay. that one barrel that was 121 proof oh yeah like pretty much nothing needed to be added to it to get it to that one yeah <coughs> <coughs> okay there buddy i'm just dying over here man let me tell you something let me tell, tell you something you right now well shit ever since she put me on that that gluten-free diet and i also can't have salts and i also can't i, I can't <laughs> i'm genuinely <laughs> i can't cutting back the cigs a little bit bro let me tell you bro <laughs> that's the other thing i said is that eric looks like his favorite word, unironically, is bro. Yeah, bro and some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh. So good. But, um, yeah, they only had to add, like, a gallon of water to it. That's crazy. To proof it down, and it was amazing. And I wish that, at the time, I had had the, the money and the wherewithal to purchase, like, two cases of it. I always try to get at least one... At least two bottles. One yeah. to open immediately have, and one... I want to keep, like, one bottle of every pick that I've done. Yeah. I just, like... I, the, the picks that I've been on, I've just liked so much that even if I go in with that mentality of, like... You're like, I gotta have more. One to know? open, one yeah. to keep, yeah. Like, I, I only have, like, half a bottle of Rifmas left. Period? Period. Oh, wow. Yeah. It just, you know, it gets to be Christmas time, and I'm like, well, haven't had this in a year. I've got a quarter left in the open bottle, and I got one bottle sealed of that. Nice. I We were, uh, Lucy and I were talking about this the other day. The first time you and I met each other in person was when I was doing the uh, the pickup for oh, the yeah. new Riff bottles, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Riffmas bottles in the, uh, yeah, that was <laughs> the, the Starbucks parking lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was Then I think the next time was, like, gave you some samples or something. And the rest right. is history. And here we are now in the world's loudest studio. It's crazy. Like these, On the road. <laughs> like, every truck that goes by is just louder than hell. I don't know how either. I don't understand that. What are you, what are you hoping to get out of this pick today? Oh, uh, let's see. Today. I definitely want something unique. I feel like, I think we've talked about this before. New Riff, I think, may be one of the hardest places to pick something unique because everything yeah. is so solid across the board. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and, you know, you go in there and they already have, you know, the five, six samples picked out for you to choose from. And you know they're not going to put anything bad there, but you're just hoping that there's just one thing that just kind of sticks out or maybe there's yeah. a short barrel or something like that to give it that edge because new riff is just so good across uh, like i said all across the board it's hard to get anything crazy yeah but i would love to get something just totally different than what we're used to obviously and that's good for everybody i like i i know that this is kind of a a grand expectation but to be able to go in and pick a barrel that is that the proof that I consider to be the best? 113. For New Riff? New, 113 and above yeah. would be amazing. Because there's so few of them on right. the market anymore. Most of them are all the low 100s now. Yeah. Which is not bad. I mean, they've still been good products. And we've seen some of those higher proofs come back. But, you know, for the most part, I yeah, it's those, like, 105, 106, 109s, you know. So that's that's the only hope I guess I really have for this, but I'm just I'm just excited, man. The the the, the fact too that like this is the first pick that we get to do just for the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like we don't have to share it with anybody. <laughs> we get we call it our own. Yeah. And the fact, too, like, this is something that I said when uh, when we were recording with the uh, Lexington Business Show yesterday. One of the biggest compliments you can get is people choosing to spend their money on the, the single barrel that you picked. Right. Like, that's that's really, really cool. And the fact that people even signed up for it before the the barrel was chosen. That's probably a, a bigger compliment than anything. Yeah. I mean the pre-order and not waiting to see what we say about it or anything just having the confidence that like yeah. hey i'm pretty sure they're going to pick a, something good yeah. that i'm going to enjoy and this is our this is now our third podcast pick so i mean like you know hopefully by this point they trust us and you know the show's i mean the show's been around for long enough too that right. if people don't like what we have have to say about a particular bourbon or whatever they uh you know then they don't agree with it then they've made that decision for themselves exactly <laughs> but thankfully this truck is really close to I us i know i saw that and the one behind me was getting real close too i had a guy yesterday on on my way to the studio to record with brandon he was in the far right lane i was in the left lane and he cut over from the right lane so we could turn left onto the street we were coming Lord. coming up on. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Anyway. I'm telling you, in Lexington, when it starts raining... People, people lose their minds. People cannot... They can't. They don't know what's going on. They don't they understand it. They just go crazy it. on the roads. And I, like, I don't know why. I don't either. It's, it, it's so strange. And I don't think that it's, like, everywhere. I think it's pretty localized to Lexington. I agree. I don't know. What's some advice that you have for people who are going on picks? Um, I would say um, before you get there, get a little bite to eat. Just, oh, yes. Um, 
and and take your time like and don't be afraid to share your thoughts with the people especially if you know them yeah like um and just have a good time like it's one of the funnest things you could do or the the most fun oh yeah um yeah i think i think get your get your palate ready just have a a lot lunch or something beforehand no onions no onions no onions nothing that's gonna spice you up a little bit like just something get a little bit in your belly and go in there have fun and don't be afraid to share what you think your notes are like whether you're the going there for the first time or whatever and you think or there's somebody there that you feel like is got the best palate or best nose or whatever let everybody know Mm -hmm. what you're tasting what you're smelling because it's a group thing like i never want to go on a pick and just one person's like well it's my decision so because then what's the point of going on a pick um and then i feel like you always need to like narrow it down to a final one or two and maybe either get it re-blinded or just mix them up or something to see what the the final vote is yeah i i think that this this goes for any kind of bourbon tasting don't brush your teeth right before (laughs) it's gonna just absolutely i mean brush your teeth of course but just not right before you're about to do a pick um i like to make it so that the first thing that we have at the pick is not the first thing that i've had all day right like i like to make sure my palate's pretty acclimated beforehand um and the good thing about New Riff, they'll always give you, um, they'll give you like a uh, pour of their just normal like bottled and bond or something. Yeah. And you can kind of kind of get ready with that while you're getting your samples poured up and stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, I had something else. If you drink coffee that day, don't drink it with milk or creamer. Did you drink? Uh, I, I I drink coffee uh, just black. Just black Same so. here. I had espresso this morning. Ooh, you're hopped up, ready to go. I, I'm I'm waiting for the inevitable, like anxiety, <laughs> and or I uh, like Cause indigestion. Because you, you've not had much caffeine lately. Have I you? haven't. No. So I did. This is irrelevant to bourbon or to barrel picks or whatever. But um, I actually stopped taking apple cider vinegar pills too oh yeah because like i you know i can say i read up on it as much as i want but i'm also not the health expert or anything but i started reading things about like it can make you bloaty and that it can cause heartburn and indigestion and yeah because it acid reflux anything affecting your digestive system and stuff like that yeah you never know it may somebody may not and it may give somebody else the worst heartburn ever yeah and so I figured, because, you know, I think, I don't know if I'll have mentioned this, but by the time we do the front end and back end of this <laughs> recording, but I also started my weight loss journey again <laughs> this this week. So I'm just trying to be very diligent about what goes in to make sure that yeah. what comes off is as efficient as right. possible. Because 
I got a long way to go. Hey, but I'll be here with you. I'll I know you, you are. I know you are. I, I honestly have uh, made it a point to start limiting like the snacks and everything. Yeah. Because I I was getting a little wild with the snacks. <laughs> So I was like, you know, I may need to cut back, maybe do one or two pairings and not worry about posting a snack like every other day. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it does. Yeah. And I mean, like, for for me, the main thing is just making sure that I'm drinking less. Yeah. You know, being more mindful about what it is right. that I am actually drinking. Um, because I think I've said this before, like, the pandemic just gave me an excuse to, like, right. <laughs> Be no, a little more I careless. Think we all, I yeah, think we all were like that. Like, oh yeah, I, for sure. I'm all the time being like, yeah, probably, prob- probably good for the night, or probably, you know, one or two ounces is here and there. Is yeah, what I need to stick to. Exactly. But if you pick a really good single barrel, it's hard not to pour more. Oh, look, I, today's like my cheat day <laughs> <laughs> with bourbon, because I know that we're gonna find one and we're gonna love it. I'm gonna be like, can I have a little more before we, yeah. before we wrap up here? Pour me one more. One more for one more for the no, not for the road. No, no. That's the other thing too. We forgot to specify we are absolutely not drinking. No. We literally just have the mic set here and we're just talking and recording as we drive. I've got a water. I've got my trust. I had an energy drink. Is it helping yet? Uh we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Are you more defeated by the fact that you had to work last night or that you had to shave this morning? Oh, the sha- it's the shaving has killed me. Like, it's like I feel naked, my face is itchy, and it's just weird because it's like, you, I don't know. It's like when you get a bad haircut and you just feel yeah. like even if somebody— You're very d- aware of it all yeah, the time. Even if yeah. it's like— somebody you're just in a store and you don't even know who they are and you know that they could care less you're like oh they're looking at me right yeah, now uh-huh. they're looking at me <laughs> you are the least important thing on their radar right. i just want to be like i had to do this for work okay <laughs> stop just wear just wear like a sign hanging I, around your neck i promise it grows back fast give me a couple weeks okay i'm not a pedophile <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i promise <laughs> and they're like dude like what are you talking about like I, I mean, you just run out of the store. Can we talk, too, about how on the the sheet of approved facial hair <laughs> that they gave you, they had one called the toothbrush, which they was did. literally just the Hitler stash. <laughs> they just named it the toothbrush. I don't understand. Like, I can understand that maybe they were like, oh, we have to let people know that if they want to have facial hair this particular look right is okay it doesn't interfere with the mask but so, the yeah. thing is who are you telling that it's okay for you to wear the hitler stash like why couldn't they have just said <laughs> any type of mustache above your lip is perfectly fine because it does not interfere with the seal of the mask. like they did not have to do yeah. this whole like it almost looked like an adult swim like parody like post or something you know what i mean it's ridiculous ridiculous oh well maybe maybe you can shoot for a handlebar or something we'll see eventually hey i'll i'll be back to me before before too long (laughs) well anything else you want to um i'm sure we've mentioned this somewhere else before but uh, the tickets are on sale for the live show. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think this will probably be like the third or fourth time probably. that we'll have mentioned this. But, you know, 
But yeah, if you signed up and you said that you're going to be there just for the whole weekend, uh, those VIP tickets, the all-in package, uh, those tickets are on sale. The tickets just for the live, so- live show excuse me, are also on sale. Um, and yeah, the, the all-in package is $150. 150 And the live show tickets are 25 Yep. So, I, I mean, there's options. There's options. There's still plenty of room, too, at the hotel. We can always add rooms if we need to. If you want to stay and hang out and be safe. Yep. That's that's totally viable. And uh, we're just we're ready for it, man. Oh, man, I can't I'm, wait. I'm so pumped. It's like... 75 percent of me is like so excited just to do everything and the other 25 percent is once that relief of like it's just like once we're there we're there yeah and it's everything's good to go yeah and and i think too that i mean we're we're in a really good spot right now as far as like making sure everything's yeah good to we've go got pretty much everything ready yeah i mean like this is kind of the last thing oh we've got to start figuring out our tasting oh yeah we do Oh, I've got some ideas. We haven't told the the main, and I think we're going to keep that just for the the Patreon or for anybody who knows. Yeah. What's up? What our tasting's going to be? Mm-hmm. But we've got we've got something really cool. It's going to be cool. So excited for it, and uh, yeah, Jason's got a tasting too. Yeah. Jason from the Mash and Drum. I think he's going to kill it. Of course well. he will. Of course he will. I hope he brings a drum set in and he plays while <laughs> they taste. Every pour, he's got like a different beat that's like goes with the mood of the, the the sample that he poured for them. I hope that for the live show, instead of actually responding with, to everything vocally, he just plays a drum <laughs> or a drum set. We're like, that's really interesting, Jason. So what do you think? Oh, really? Wow. So. Was how how did you like that 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 pairing? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> what do you think about that blind symbol? <laughs> he really hates something. He just knocks his whole drum yeah. set over. <laughs> he does, or he does the like the little comedy, the little comedy thing. What is it? Get it? Yeah. The rim shot. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. I'm sure we'll see you back in the studio here soon, barring that everything goes well. Well, yeah, I hope so, Barry. <laughs> I hope we're back. Okay, we're going to go pick a single barrel. All right. See you guys on the other end. See ya. Well, we're back from the car ride, which we weren't drinking on. Nope. I promise you. Uh, but we uh, are still, we're still recovering a little bit from uh, Pete Samuels. Pete Samuels. The distillery <laughs> elf. <laughs> Oh, Pete um, is Pete. <laughs> so we didn't realize that Pete is Pete. Um, we didn't realize that we were going to be creating a new character when we set out to do this review. Uh, but we are doing Maker's Mark 90 proof. <laughs> yeah. I really... I, I'm happy to do some stuff that's just... Yeah. Because we have done... Ever since you've been on the show, we've done a lot of like limited stuff. Yeah. And it's not because, like, you know, that's where we skew in terms of what we can afford it's just that's just what we've gotten in the mail or yeah. you know been had stuff shared with us so we're we're probably going to wind up doing a uh like an on the shelf series yeah, like of, of reviews uh and i you know what better place to start out with than 
Maker's Good Mark. Maker's Mark. Um, which I think was the first bourbon I ever had. The f- it, it was the first bourbon I think I had neat. I know, like, so I would say the first bourbon was Jim Beam Black. And I had, I was, I had it one hand. I've said this before. It was my party thing. It was like Jim Beam Black, yeah. chase it with some Coke. Coke. Yeah. Then once I kind of started like keeping a bottle at home, like I feel like Maker's Mark was my thing. Like I would do a Maker's and Coke or whatever. And that's what I started like eventually like Maker's and Ice. And like I got to where I think Maker's Mark was kind of one of the one of the bottles that I transitioned to just drinking neat. Well, my dad, <clears throat> Papa Ritter, of course, big Papa, his his go to drink for I mean, basically any any day when I was growing up was uh, Makers on the Rocks with a splash of water. So the first time I I think not the first time that I tried Makers, but the first time I like went to the ha- their house and was like, oh, I drink bourbon now. I tried Makers on the Rocks with a splash of water. Could not drink it. It's just because like <clears throat> for me, it's like already low enough at 90 proof. Then I don't need like anything else to be cut out of it, yeah. And it just winds up tasting like really watered down bourbon. But I mean, like Makers is such a staple, and it's it's crazy that we've gotten two hundred and twenty six episodes into this podcast about bourbon, and we've not once reviewed the original weeded, well, not the original weeded bourbon, but you know, like the normal Makers Mark. Yeah, just just regular ninety proof Makers Mark. It smells so nice. It really does. It's so gentle and sweet. And it makes me want, like, Maker's Mark is my perfect, like, transition between winter and spring bourbon. Yeah. Because it gets me no, excited for, like, Keeneland and, you know, just all, all like, the summer as well. Just, it, it's, it feels so, <clears throat> it just feels so, like, like home for me. It smells like like honeycomb cereal and like fresh cut grass. There is there is this like grassy note, but it's not bad. Like it's very like it reminds you, like you said, of like the spring. And um yeah, it's like honeycombs and like berries and stuff. It's I lo- I love this this nose. Oh, and the, I mean, the palette, I mean, it's 90 proof, but like, it's just, it's just nice. It's just nice. It's just a nice bourbon. There's nothing bad I can say about that. No, I don't, I don't have anything like overly negative about it. It's just like, do I prefer this at a higher proof? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I think Maker's Cast Strength is infinitely a, a superior product, product, excuse me, to the, the 90 proof. But I don't think that takes away from the fact that this is just a solid bourbon. Mm-hmm. Like, coming at it objectively, I mean, there are much worse weeded bourbons that are on the market right now. <clears throat> and truth be told, I have come back around to this in terms of what would I rather pay for, Maker's Mark or Larceny. I think I would prefer Maker's Mark Don't at even, this point. And then don't even... Don't even chase uh, Weller. 
Um, oh, oh no, no. Uh, what's what's the green one? Special Reserve or whatever is that? What it's called? Pete's messed with our heads. Too <laughs> no, much. I can't even think right I know, now. I'm, I'm I'm struggling as well. Green Label Weller Special Reserve. Special yeah. Reserve. Gosh, I don't even know what I was talking about. Like I would like. There's no point. Like yeah, like you start stepping into the higher proof. We can talk about other bottles, but 90 proof weeded <sighs> bourbon. It it's Maker's Mark yeah. all day. It's even got a decent little finish to be 90 proof. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just right there. It's it's good. It's, it's a, a little sweet. citrusy. It's a little baking baking good. I was going to say there's a little goods. orange. There's a little sweet orange on yeah. the end. And I think that what <clears throat> has always been fascinating to me about the the entry level of makers is that it does hold up really well in cocktails. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that it's a weeded bourbon, despite the fact that it's, you know, it, it you know, it <clears throat> doesn't have the larger, bolder flavor profile to it. But I do still think that it is distinct enough that when you put it in an old fashioned or a Keeneland breeze or, you know, whatever, that you are still aware that you are drinking bourbon. I prefer a makers and diet over a Jack and Dot or a Beam and Dot or just the whale. Yeah. I would rather have a Makers and Dot all day if I'm doing that that drink. I mean, I don't really <clears throat> like the, you know, 80 proof Jack anyway. But Yeah, but when you're like at a bar or something, give me a Makers before the other stuff. Yeah. So. I go Tokyo for a while, but whatever. Well, yeah, it's enough. What if they don't have it? Well, if you're at one of those random places that just have like three <laughs> bottles. And this is one of them? Yeah. What are the other two? Jack Daniels. <clears throat> okay. Jim Beam. Okay. Then Maker's Mark. Basil Hayden. <laughs> I, I mean, I would probably switch back and forth between Beam White Label and this. Because I, I really do like Beam White Label. I mean, it's not a bad product. I'm it's just, just pounding I, like diets and bourbon together. <laughs> I mean, he could do doubles of Double, doubles of the Barracuda. Double doubles makers, the- <laughs> double makers and diet. That's like my concert drink right there. Yeah, heck yeah. When when we were in New Orleans the first time, second time actually, we were there for a graphic design conference because we're cool kids. Uh, we went into a be, bar. Be cool. <laughs> we went into a bar on uh, on Bourbon Street, <clears throat> and I. I looked at the the bartender and I said I want I'd like a Maker's and Coke, but in that size cup. And my friend was standing next to me, and it was a big cup. He goes, "You want a quadruple?" I was like, uh, "Let's just make it a triple." <laughs> quadruple. You want the quad? I'm like looking back on it. Like, yeah, I probably should have just gone with quadruple. Like, give me two quads. Or yeah, quad by quad. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, I, I think that the finish is probably the the weakest point of this, but that's just because it's a lower proof. Yeah. But but even still, it's not like it's not astringent. I'm not drinking it and going, you know, oh, I can't believe I have to drink more of this. It's just, you know, it's a very well well wow wounded wow well rounded, very drinkable bourbon. So, I think I think I put it if if I'm doing that old. Not old. I don't know why I said that. If I'm doing that question where it's like, if you could only have so many bourbons, and like, you know, I always got Turkey 101, 
I think Maker's Mark, that regular Maker's Mark, yeah. is going to be on that shelf too. I, and you know, I did I did this proofing experiment on my live stream last week, I guess, and I didn't have any Maker's Cast Strength on hand, or I would have included it. But I I think that you know, if if you have a higher proof bottle and you're adding water to it, I mean, it's not really going to dilute the taste that much. So I I mean, like I would prefer just to have a Cast Strength yeah bottle you know because i can do infinitely more with it if i have you know some water to, right. to go along with it but uh and i mean like 30 35 bucks a bottle for a, a fifth that's it's not bad i mean <clears throat> there are some other products you can get higher proof lower price you know higher age more money as well but i i just think that overall it's such a solid middle of the road bourbon. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of in this price bracket that I would pr- maybe prefer over it is Elijah Craig small batch, um, just because it is so classic. I mean, like you took you take the two of those, and it's like you basically know what bourbon is going to be like, you know, on either end of the spectrum because <clears throat> you have your weeded and you have your rind bourbon right in here. But regardless, uh, nose palette finish and price, our review system. Each category is out of five. Final score is out of 20. Uh, and then we let you know whether or not you should get this. And I haven't said that in a long time. And I stopped saying it because it's a dumb statement. <laughs> what are you giving the nose on here? Three and a half. I think it's one of the best parts of it. Yeah, I was actually leaning towards like a three. Um, the, and, and the reason is just because, you know, I I do prefer like something a little bit bolder, but I do think that this is also a really just well constructed yeah. product. Uh, and it, I mean, it's as far as like modern bourbon goes, it's pretty timeless. Mm-hmm. I mean, just about anybody knows what Maker's Mark is, even if you're not a a bourbon drinker. Um, palette, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna give it a three point five on that. Uh, I think it's one of the most delicate but enjoyable palettes especially in this proof point um i just i really really enjoy this bourbon and the more i come back to it the more i'm like i need to have this on hand all the time yeah like all the time this has got to be on my bar cart uh what are you thinking for palette um same 3.5 i'll almost lean towards a four just based on like the category it's in mm-hmm. um but i think it's I think it's a an above average yeah absolutely palette and i think it's a perfect like entry point and a perfect like you know what i just want something just nice to pour i'm not going to dive into any single barrels i'm not going to get into all these other bottles just let me have a good solid bourbon yeah uh finish i mean i i say it's good not great but i think that's just because you know i'm so used to these right bigger profiles but at uh at 90 proof i think the finish is actually quite enjoyable it's not you know astringent it's not bitter or anything uh i'm gonna give it a three as well uh 3.5 yeah so <laughs> you're pretty you're pretty I, consistent here. yeah it's yeah i feel like it's just one of the most consistent things like yeah 3.5 is all down the line uh price for me is a four i mean it, it's you know 30 bucks a bottle a really good weeded bourbon. And I mean, it's, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, depending on the batch. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good value. Uh, and I think that it's something that people should consider having on their 
their bar cart. Um, and again, like, do I think that Elijah Craig is probably a better product? Overall, yes. I think it's a little bit more affordable as well as like at like, you know, twenty seven, twenty eight dollars bottle, but that's basically splitting hairs <laughs> at, at this point. Yeah. Um but yeah, four out of five. I said three point five down the line, so I'm a fourteen altogether. <laughs> I am I'm very close to you. Yeah, you're only like a point off. I think I'm or right or are you the same? Because you gave it more of a I'm 13.5. There you go. So, I mean, just just behind you. Um, it's not like we have to say, if you've never heard of Maker's Mark, go out and get you one. But, I mean, you know, if you're looking for something that you haven't had in a while. I was going to say, if to, you haven't had Maker's Mark just 90 proof in a while, and you just want something just to chill with, go get one. Yeah. Or just buy the small one. Like, we just have a small one right Yeah, here. we were just drinking from a, from a pint. Yeah. So I mean, just go get yeah. it. It's enjoyable. All right, tips and bits, and then let's get the heck out of here. Sorry, uh, we're kind of rushing through the end of this. I got to pick up my my daughter from daycare. Um, I have a couple, but I'll save them for the next episode. I would just say I watch the next episode. The next episode, I watched Sonic Two with my boys. Um, better than Sonic One. <laughs> I've been watching a review of Sonic Two that like it. It's it's fun. It's a fun yeah. movie. It feels more like the video game than the first one did. Yeah, but the the I think that most people's main issue with Sonic movie, the the two Sonic movies that we have, is that neither of them really feel like the video game because they're set in the real world. Right. Well, like I, I there th- is a lot more of the video game stuff going on. Right. That they put in the real world this time than the first one. Right. Like you've got. You've got like level. You've got. I'm not going to spoil it in case you're going to watch it, but they bring a lot more of that. My problem with this movie is when they try to cater to the adults that are watching this. Mm, mm-hmm. There is, and it's. I'm not saying like, oh, they they're doing bad things. No, 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 no. Like they'll do some corny jokes here and there. But there's like this whole like little side story set around this wedding that is completely. It's just dumb, and it doesn't have anything to do with Sonic, and it's basically just being like, oh, we got parents in the audience. We better give them a little bit of adult humor, and I hated it. It took yeah. away from the movie, so just don't try to cater towards adults. Just It's a it's a kid's movie based on a video game, and yeah, that's just what it is. Yeah, Like absolutely. it or not, that's what it is, and if you go watch it, that's what you're going to get. So Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend two things because they're – kind of like in the same camp, but also on opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, they're both uh, comedy specials. One is uh, Nate Bargatze, whom I just love. I think he's hysterical. He's very deadpan with his delivery. Um, pretty clean, too, so you can watch it with, you know, your family for the most part. Um, but he's he's just, he's so good. He's so funny. He has two specials on on Netflix. Uh, that you can check out. But on the opposite end of that spectrum <laughs> is the newest special on HBO Max from Gerard Carmichael, uh-huh. uh, Rothaniel. Have you watched it? Uh-uh. I've, I've seen the little thing pop up, recommended. Dude, it is so good. It's it's less of like a, a stand... Like, there's still a lot of comedy in it. I mean, he's still making jokes, and, you know, you can see that he's crafted, like, a narrative for part of this story. Um and I don't think it's any secret at at this point, but 
he like officially during the special comes out as gay, which I didn't know. I didn't expect, but he is just I like I I I don't know. Like the story that he tells as he is talking about his sexuality and talking about the way that he has had to relearn who he is within the context of his family and his even even his uh his religion and the way that he views God and and everything is it's really fascinating and an extremely interesting trip to 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 watch um it's the most positive interact interaction excuse me that i've seen in like a quote-unquote comedy special as far as like the performer and the audience goes because he is very responsive to questions or comments that they make but Mm -hmm. in in the most positive way because he takes everybody it's like everybody who responds to him is asking very thoughtful questions and the answers that he gives are also very thoughtful and it's it's about an hour long um I like I don't know if I would go back and rewatch it again maybe like you know in a couple of years or something but it's 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 clearly like a a new cultural touchstone for the the queer community and for people who are you know just trying to figure out what they what they do and, right. and how they function within within the world but it's on HBO Max. Okay. It's really, really good. Uh, go check it out. It's called Rothaniel. Rothaniel. Which you you kind of pick up on why it's titled that within about the first 10 minutes. Gotcha. It's really, really good. Anyway, that about does it for this week's episode of This My Bourbon Podcast, episode 226. Guys, thank you so much, as always, for listening. Uh, we just appreciate the heck out of we you. We do. Um, we couldn't do things like the meetup and the live show without the support that you guys give us. Nope. So uh, if you would like to come and hang out with us, those links are in the description below, but there's also a bunch of other things that you can do to support the show and to follow up with us that Eric's going to tell you about right now. You can become a patron of the show at www.patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show and at $5, you get all the uncut stuff and boy, do you get some uncut stuff this week. Pete, it's Pete. Um, if you want to send us an email with a question, a comment, or you want to send a sample or a pairing or a snack, this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Send us an email there. We'll get back to you. You can get some merch at bourbonshop.threadless.com or some Whiskey Mutant merch at whiskeymutant.myshopify.com. If you want to leave a voicemail for us to read, it's the bell ring segment, which we haven't... We did have we one. Had, we had Tony yes. during the yes. Comic-Con episode. <laughs> we did. Uh, 859-428-8253. Just, just like leaving a voicemail, we'll play it and reply back to you. Um, social media, Facebook, My Bourbon Pod. Um, you can join the Facebook group. This is My Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at My Bourbon Pod. Um, YouTube, This is My Bourbon Podcast. Perry goes live every Thursday night at 8. I try to join him whenever I can. You can follow me at Whiskey Mutant on TikTok and Instagram. And then always leave us a review um, on whatever thing you're listening to, Spotify, uh, Apple, um, and tell everybody about us. Tell and, your friends. And we, we still have a really solid five-star rating on Spotify, I like it. which is fantastic. Uh, but on the Apple Podcast app, 
We've got a new five-star rating and review uh, from Jordan Bernsdorf. Fantastic podcast. Five stars. Always fun to listen to the weekly episodes. Fun energy, informative bourbon information, and great reviews. Love the relaxed vibe of the podcast and structure. Thanks for the content, Perry and Eric. Always enjoy Wednesday mornings. Boy, this week is not super relaxing with uh, Pete Samuels, but well, if you want to hear the full uncut, don't worry about it. <laughs> Pete, it's Pete. Pete's got it out of control. Uh, but if you want to hear the full uncut uh, story of Pete Samuels, uh, I think he's going to be sticking Patreon. around for a little while. Oh, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, I don't think that they, we uh, that we have anything else to do, though, this week. Um, I think uh, next week, uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about the new riff pick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you'll get to hear pre-new riff, or you just did, and then next week maybe we'll talk a little bit more about the actual pick. Yeah, they're hearing about the... the yeah, yeah. That heard the car stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not good with the time machine yet. I'm still figuring that part out. Uh, he actually, we we have a dinosaur in the house now. Not a big one, just a dinosaur. Why y'all got this dinosaur over here? Pete doesn't like dinosaurs. You should have known Pete doesn't get along with the dino. All right, I think that does it this week. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, buy tickets to the live show in the weekend. Do it. Do it. The descriptions and link or uh, the, the the thing. It's all over the place. It's we'll over there. It anyway, uh, we'll see you guys next week. That's all. Then I'm Perry. I'm Eric, and this is my bourbon podcast. Pete is Pete. Pete is Pete.